Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of 24-7 Sports. Powered by Taylor Construction Equipment. Whether you're looking to rent, lease, buy, or for service, contact Taylor Construction Equipment today at taylorconstructionequipment.com or call 662-446-1048. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a... Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way. The trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffee House here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. would be a little weird, Robbie, if Brupolo was in El Dorado. Yes, it would. I feel like you're finding a lot of names that exist elsewhere. That's, I'm, I'm kind of going for that, and that's been my theme the last few weeks, of trying to find names of famous places that happen to be small area communities in Mississippi. Very interesting. So Next week, I'm just, just going to get Jackson one day. <laughs> yeah. Just, there you go. Next next week, I'm doing five big places in Mississippi. Uh, I'm good with that. So we'll, 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 I'm going to do less work. We've gotten off the, the beaten path here. We are way off the beaten path if we're talking about El Dorado. So it's uh, it's up Highway 3. It's between Redwood and Sartasha. Our Sart- well, we had a problem with that, didn't we? Sar- Sartasha. I don't know. remember people were like, you're not, you're not pronouncing that correctly. Was so that let, the one? So let me try it again. It's between, let's put it this way, it's between Vicksburg and Yazoo City. I'll put it that okay. way. How about that? Yeah, that's that's uh, out of my wheelhouse. There you go. That area. Well, what is in Robbie's wheelhouse is a good time, and you have one every time you go to Strange Brew Coffee House. Get your morning started. Look, this weekend, you know, you're going to start your morning right. Head over to Strange Brew Coffee House and enjoy a great beverage. And, of course, when you go to Strange Brew Coffee House, you're supporting the Bulldog Initiative. Great products. Oh, no, no, whoa, way, way off. Way off, Brian. We're not even close to Advantage Business Systems. What are we doing? Oh. College Corner and collegecornerstore.com is the place to find. Yeah, I'm, I'm back. I mean, you, you could change it up just to see if anybody's listening. I might do that one day, just like completely, just completely sh- and people, shuffle people, it up. People, people will probably get really mad. It's going to blow people's minds. But people get, they would get mad. They're like, my day, I have, I have, a, I have a routine, routine, and you messed with it. Yep. College Corner, collegecornerstore.com is the place to find the maroon and white merchandise you're looking for, even at Oxford. It's available to you at College Corner. Their grand opening of their new store is this Thursday. Sports Talk Mississippi will be there. Brian Haydad and Michael Borky will be there. Richard Cross will be in Birmingham. He's calling the UAB game uh, on Thursday. Uh, Dilfer. Yeah, yeah, he will. Uh, so, yeah, Mississippi State gear. And it's not just you know polos and T-shirts and hats, which there are plenty of, but there's plenty of great stuff for the house, for the tailgate. For your car, whatever it is you're looking for. If it's maroon and white, they've got you at College Corner and collegecornerstore.com. Restaurant Tyler, Starville's best restaurant for lunch, best restaurant for dinner, best restaurant for Sunday brunch. So guess what that makes it? Best Star- restaurant. Boom. You, you, you nailed it, Robbie. That's yes. why I keep you around. He knows, and you do too. So why don't you make a reservation right now for this weekend or whenever you're going to be in Starkville this football season? Don't be one of those people sitting out in the line. 
You know, you, you, you want to be, you want to get in there and get your table, make your reservation now. Eatlocalstartwell.com and at Restaurant Tyler. 16 Priority One Bank locations in Central Mississippi here to serve you. You can find one by going to PriorityOneBank.com. We talk all the time on this podcast about eating locally, shopping locally. It's just as important to bank locally. You want to do business with the people in your community every chance you get. So that way, if you're talking to somebody about a loan, you're talking to the people you know instead of the people you don't. That's a really simple concept, but it makes a lot of sense when you think about it. So again, there's 16 Priority One Bank locations in Central Mississippi. That means there's one near you. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. We are into the rumblings, our first game week rumblings edition. Got some great questions. Let's just jump right in. From Willie Dizzle, if the regions of Mississippi were in the Royal Rumble, who would come out victorious? Who would win in a tag? Who would team up in a tag team bout? Like people in the regions? Right. So, yeah, we, we got, we, we, each region has a champion, basically. Okay. So, we have the Delta, mm-hmm. the Coast, the Pine Belt, Central Mississippi, mm-hmm. North, like Northeast Mississippi, yeah, okay. and Northwest Mississippi. And then I guess you have to have Southwest Mississippi as well. I got to think it's going to be Central Mississippi because they have a wider range. They have a big population to pick base. from. I think I think I'm going to go. So I think in terms of who would win the Royal Rumble, I'm going to go with the Delta. I would agree with you in the past, don't, but it's kind of drying up a little don't, bit. Don't scrap with those Delta boys. That's true, but I'm going to send Melvin Smith to find me a winner. I I mean. I think he could do it. And the Delta, absolutely. He and Tony The Delta Hughes. is just like, I look at it as like, you know, the resources that you have. I mean, the Delta, don't have the it is what it is. Not the people. You know, and the and the resources have dried up a little bit over the years. Yeah. The central Mississippi is going to have greater well, resources. You might go Pine Belt there, because that's an exploding re- Or maybe North, could, North, North, Miss, North, South Haven, yeah, Olive Branch area. North, extreme North Mississippi. I think the two North Mississippis would, would team up Northeast and Northwest. I think the Delta teams up with the coast. And they're like, they're like the nasty boys. If we're if we're talking like football, I'm going North Mississippi. Yeah, I'm going this area. All right, but yeah, like that's you got to think about you know some of these people, you know in the you know South Mississippi, you know those people can probably scrap mm-hmm. uh, in the Pine Belt. Yeah, Delta, you know they can scrap Jackson area. You know they can they can do it too. I'm gonna go with Central Mississippi. That's a good call. Uh, also, I need to inform you: the Monopoly Man never wore a monocle, and that is an example of the Mandela effect. The um, Mr. Peanut did. Mr. Peanut did wear a monocle. Still wears a monocle. I think the I think we've we've like grown the Monopoly guy because he has the top hat and the cane. Yeah. I think you just like automatically assume he's got a monocle. Um. So yeah, that's that's probably you know stereotyping. Yeah. We got to get away from that. It's 2023. You can't stereotype people anymore. You're correct. You're correct. Uh, I apologize to the to the monopoly, monopoly man. man. Rob Hadaway, is there a dirtier sounding legitimate company name than Aer Lingus? It does sound a little weird. I'm trying to think. So, so this is from a website called ElevenPoints.com. Eleven funny business names. That are actually real dirty edition. So first we have these are real businesses, all right? Nobody can get mad at me. 
We have big dicks halfway in. Oh my god! There's a sign for the place. I Home was of the original dicks. minnow shot. Would you do a minnow shot? Uh, what is it? Well, it's a it's a shot of whiskey, I guess, with a minnow in it. No. Okay, good call. This is a place called the Kid the Kids Exchange, but their sign makes it look like kids sex change. Oh my! It's a gosh. big big issue these days. I hear. Bunghole liquors. <laughs> <laughs> this can't be real, right? But it is. No, no, I'm not reading that one. I can't. I can't bring myself to read it. Should I read it? Yes. Dick liquor. Oh my god. I'm sorry, children. Children, stop listening now. This is a uh, Asian restaurant. <laughs> I really shouldn't read this one. Sure, you should. Fook me <laughs> sushi and seafood buffet. <laughs> <laughs> this is a company like the Austin that, Powers twins. Yeah, this is a company that sells specialized plates called TLC Uni plates. They're used in separating different substances. It's called Anal Tech. Oh, all right. You know, sometimes when you need uh, to go, you, when you want to go out in the uh, in the yard and and you know. Plant some tomatoes. Maybe you go to the Dirty Ho Garden Shed to buy some. Uh, some... Wow! One of our favorite places in America. We've seen many of them. The, the come, come and go. go. Yes. The come and go is on this. <laughs> we gave Tyler Horka quite. The, we did the run. We did. Um, you know, if you're looking to build a building and you, you know so you want to find somebody who specializes in steel frames and rigging industrial. Uh, installations from low-rise to massive heavy construction projects, perhaps you'd call the good people at Superior Erection Company. <laughs> Their slogan is, we're always getting up. And last, Not to be confused we, with Superior Catfish. We got two more, yeah. You know, hey, craving some Kung Pao chicken? Maybe you go to Young Ho Chinese food. Good grief. And then last but not least, uh, <laughs> we're going to go fishing this Saturday. Maybe we need to stop by Master Bait and Tackle, pick up some crickets. Oh, That's the dirtiest segment we'll ever have here. Those are all real places. Nobody can get mad at me. My mom's on vacation. Thank God. The, the sushi place is the best one. Yeah. And I had to really work there, because that's not how that's pronounced, probably. All right, also from Rob, the year is 2032. Adidas releases the Kroom throwback uniforms. What's the reaction? No. Won't happen. Won't happen. No no, no one's going to go for that. Nope. Uh, last one from Rob. What's wrong with people who turn their nose up at going to see their team play a lesser opponent? Shouldn't we want to watch our teams win? I love going to see FCS games. Because there's no pressure. There's no pressure. You enjoy don't, yourself. You don't have any anxiety. Just go there, watch your team absolutely destroy the other team. I don't understand that either. And I've I've also never so I can't relate to these people the the dove hunting like I can't go to the game because I got a dove yeah. hunt go on Sunday isn't it like you know like a couple months mm-hmm. so I like I just don't understand yeah I get it opening day of dove season whatever the people that have, that are doing both those are the real heroes mm-hmm. but why do you why does that replace one of this year eight home games but usually six or seven yeah. home games. 
you're you're going to forfeit one of those home games yeah. to dove hunt. It's when Labor you can Day do that weekend anyway. too, so you have Monday off as well. Yeah, you could go hunting. Sunday See, I, and Monday. I used to dove hunt when I was younger, and we would go on that on that Sunday and Monday. Yeah. So I I just never understood it. I don't get and it. I, I'm, there's some there's some people out there that are gonna get mad about that, but they like can get mad. You there's so many times you can go dove hunting. You don't have to go that day to replace one of eight home games. Mm-hmm. I, I don't understand it. Uh, let's see here. Jay in Baltimore. Which NCAA school do each of these famous captains most align with? Captain Kangaroo. So Captain Kangaroo was a fun guy. He, you know, he's helping kids. Um, Not a mushroom. No. A fun guy. A fun <laughs> Yes. See if uh if if Houston Nutt was still coaching, I would pick his team because he was always hep hepping kids. Yes. So um is there a coach that looks like Captain Kangaroo? That's the, you know, I got the mustache. Uh, would it be Mark Mangino back in the day? Yeah, but again, he's not coaching currently. I'm um, who has a mustache now? You know, Ryan, Ryan Day has the full beard going. I don't know. I don't know. What about Captain Kirk? Now we need somebody who's like overly dramatic. I think I can think of someone. <laughs> right off the top of my head, I got somebody. Right off the top of my head. Okay. We'll go with you with Ole Miss. <laughs> Who is Captain Steubing? Was that the guy from the Love Boat? Captain Kirk is is overly dramatic. You think? I think so. <laughs> yes, Captain Steubing <laughs> is from the Love Boat. If Fred Smoot were a coach, this would be easy. <laughs> um, the Love Boat freeze. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Captain Lou Albano. Great American, somebody that's eccentric, doesn't care what Boy, this is it would have been. It would have been Mike Leach. Leach. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he is Captain Lou Albano. Yeah. There's no doubt. I could see Mike and, Leach and Captain Lou was like a face. wasn't he like a like Key West guy? Or oh something? yeah, we always wore tropical shirts. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Captain Caveman again. Orgeron is no longer coaching, so we can't. <laughs> Two years ago, this would have been a really good question, Jay. Um. Nathan Kelly, which president during your lifetime do you think by having a mullet it would increase their charisma and change how they operated? It would not have changed how they operated at all, but Bill Clinton with a mullet would be incredible. Yes. Straight out of Arkansas. Yeah. Like, Bill Clinton or... A little business in the front and party in the back. <laughs> right? I sympathize with you, young lady. That's a little more McConaughey than Bill, but it's still... Young lady. Young lady. That's right. Monica, come Monica. in here. And, uh, come come, come, come uh, brush my mullet. <laughs> what, a great, your, what a great show. those fingers through my hair, oh, this, is, this is an incredible show we're having today. Uh, Nathan Kelly. Uh, he just asked that question. I'm sorry. John Carpenter. Not the, uh, not the horror director. Ranch these <laughs> coaches in order to coach your church softball team. Ted Lasso, Norman Dale... Uh, Gordon Bombay, Jimmy Dugan, and uh, Danny O'Shea. Well, Jimmy Dugan was an actual baseball coach, right? That's, that's right. So that's probably a good choice there to go first. I mean, t- Ted Don't know Lasso. about your church league, though. I mean, yeah. He was, he was a... There's no crying in baseball. Yeah. There's no crying in church league softball. Um, who was Danny O'Shea? He was the coach in Little Giants. He was oh. uh, Rick, Rick Moranis. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Um, he would be better for like little league. Yeah, I don't think he's he's would be good with the adults. Gordon same, Bombay, same. Kids. Yeah, but he was you know he was kind of strict too. I feel like Norman Dale would have a, like a really good regiment for you. 
Yeah, he would. He would take. He would. But you know, it's church league softball, so you're going to want to have fun. So Ted Lasso. So Lasso might be. But Dugan is if it's a Catholic church league team, he he go out for drinks with the boys afterwards. Oh yeah. So no doubt. Yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't work for the Baptists. All right. We did that under the cover of darkness. That's right. Colton Watson. Southeast Louisiana is our FCS game. That means it's on SEC Network Plus, correct? Which means the state can pick the game time. No? How can we possibly justify picking 3 p.m. start time for that game? You're incorrect. It's not on SEC Network Plus. It's not on SEC Network Plus. It's on SEC Network. Southern Miss is the Mississippi State's SEC Network Plus game, and they did pick that game time for 11 a.m. I go to Mexico. There you go. Do your research, Colton. You made assumptions, Colton. You know what happens when you assume, right? I go to med school in Jackson, and I have tests on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday next week. Should I go to the game Saturday? I don't want to miss the Mike Leach tribute, but my schedule is brutal. Oof. That's tough. It's it's tough. I, I, I Part of me is like, what are you doing? You need to be at the game. But the other part of me is he's like. He's in med school. He's in med school. Yeah, we can't really sympathize. I can't with, I can't with a good conscience tell you. You make your own decision, but I can't in good conscience tell you that you shouldn't stay home and study. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we're talking about your your you know your livelihood here coming up, Colton. Yeah, I would say that. I mean, the, you've been to a lot of state games before. You're going to be to you're going to be a lot more moving forward. And as as much as I was like coming down on the Dove Hunters, yeah, that is a little a, different. That's a little different. This yeah. is a this Agreed. is something that you have to. Uh, you know, prepare for so. Yeah. Uh, if state only finishes six and six or seven and five, should I still dunk on the bookmark tweets I have pre- that have predicted them four and eight, or is it a hollow victory if state season was mid seven and five? You can do it. Seven six and, and six, I would just be quiet. Six and six, there's nothing to gloat yeah, about. Seven and five is iffy, but it's still significantly better than what people were suggesting. Yes, agreed. Uh, Patton Paris. I didn't realize the prayer box, the press box wasn't the prayer box. The prayer box. You're thinking about church. Yeah, I'm thinking about the stands. <laughs> the press box wasn't air conditioned, so I wanted to apologize and also commend you guys for covering games when it's insanely hot. Just for the record, the back end of the press box, you can go in and it is air conditioned. Yeah. So if you're dying, you can go in and you get some some relief. It's still, but when you're sitting out there in the press box, that's that's not. Yeah, it's still you know like it's shaded, so it is it is. Uh, cooler than it is in the sun but it's hot yeah and when it's cold it's really cold up there it's actually mm-hmm. colder in there when it's cold than it is outside because there's no sun right but yeah we do have you know like if it's really hot or yeah. really cold we usually stay inside the heated and cooled portion yeah, until, until it's time to. yeah so uh we this one's more for you we are three months into the construction of our new home what was the easiest decision you made and what was the hardest I haven't really thought about that. Um, I mean, the easiest decision was like extending my back porch out mm-hmm. further, so it would be you know covered, and I have a ton of space back there. That was the easiest decision mm-hmm. for me, as far as like design of the house, what I'm doing with the house, whatever. The hardest. Um, Hmm. I don't know. I don't know anything off the top of my head. There's a lot of stuff that is tough. You know, how how are you going to manage your money on it? Stuff like that. It's just a 
it's a tough process. It really is. It's, and it's like, because you're, you're doing something that you're going to have for me. This is the rest of my life. I'm going to live in this house. So you're, you know, you're built, you, you want to make sure you get everything right now. Mm. So it's, uh, it's interesting. I mean, the money, the money side of things is what's really tough for me. Yeah. Um, how disappointed were you that Swamp Kings left so much meat on the bones? Should have been titled Urban Meyer is a great guy and coach instead. I, I didn't even watch it. I was so disappointed in what I read about it that I was just like, I'm not even going to waste my time. Yeah, it was it was disappointing. It was a yeah. it was a well done documentary from the production standpoint. You know, looked good, interviews were good, and all that stuff. But knowing what we know about Florida, it was kind of pathetic. Yeah, like how like how do you not even they barely mentioned like their arrest stuff and all that. Didn't even discuss Aaron Hernandez. They might have talked. They might have mentioned his name like once or twice. Didn't say anything about you know what happened with him. Mm-hmm. You hardly heard about the pounces. Um, it was just you know it was terrible yeah. from that standpoint. But I mean the documentary was good if you if you're just looking at it out of you know out of the context mm-hmm. and you just watched it going in knowing nothing about Florida. It mm-hmm. was a good documentary, right? But, but if you're a college football fan who knew all that stuff, then and they yeah, didn't it, even it's a waste of time. They they. I think they mentioned like Urban Meyer was terminated or whatever yeah. at at Ohio. I'm not at uh, Jacksonville. Jacksonville, yeah. But it was just uh, it was uh, it was definitely a puff piece yeah. for Urban Meyer. Last one, wildest wrestling thing you've witnessed. I still have nightmares about May Young and the 2000 Royal Rumble. No, oh, no. Honestly, it may have been Sunday. <laughs> it may have been the pack of skewers going into John Moxley's head. I've never seen anything like that. That was wild. It really was. We, you and I were like, I was in my recliner, you were on my couch, and we were ro- literally rolling around laughing. Well, it just got like, at first it, just it was. just kept getting more and more He's ridiculous. just pounding these skewers in the dude's head, and it's, I mean, just hitting it like a hammer. Yeah. And then the thing is sticking in his head. The visual was hilarious. Yeah. And it, it, it would, yeah. it it's was a just, crazy, crazy. It was wild. Match. Fantastic. I'm sure there's other things that yeah. we've witnessed that have been crazier, but. Yeah. Uh, Dog Life 91, given the change of offense isn't a problem, I don't think it will be, what does Rodgers need to do to be on the Heisman talks, or is it an impossible feat no matter what he does? Any other Bulldogs that can be in that race? No is the second question. There's no nobody's that. I mean, what can he do? I mean, he has to win. State's got to be like uh, 10, 10 and 2, and, two. Yeah. and then his numbers have to be crazy. 30, 30, well over 3,000 yards passing, 30-plus touchdowns. Like yeah. four or five interceptions. Which, which would go... Hand in hand, right? Yeah. You know, if he has that kind of year, then State's going to do that. But yeah, yeah. It, ultimately, it's State's team success that would get him into that spotlight. Yeah. Uh, RJ Sweatman, here's an idea: if you have a press pass and you put out a preseason team ranking, if you're off by plus or minus two on two or more teams, you lose press access one game per team you were wrong on. Thoughts? No. You can't do that. You can't do that. So I mean. People are all mad about Mississippi State, right? But I had State fourth. Well, what if they finish seventh? What if I'm wrong, and they uh, and they're they're last? So I get I, and you're just that's two games. You're I just can't, being a homer. Like yeah. everybody's going to be like a, most beat writers at these schools are going to be overly optimistic yeah. before the season. And then like national people, are you really going to tell Andy Staples? Well, you picked us last last year, so you can't come to this game. Yeah, no, no, no it's not going to work because you're going to want that. Yeah, 
publicity. Exactly. Since most talking heads have cited Zach Arnett's inexperience as a reason for ranking us so low, should each of them re- be required to vote for him as coach of the year? When we win nine games, if State wins nine games, he's going to get a lot of push for coach of the year. Yeah, I don't think there's any question about that. And he should. If you've if you've made him out to be you know kind of clueless and you don't know what's going to happen with this team this year and you don't you have no faith in him. If he wins nine games, he wins five more games than what you suggested, almost twice as many games, then, yeah, he should be coach of the year. Bearded man with a fish. What's more, the more annoying type of fan to you, the eternal sunshine pumper or the eternal pessimist? Well, I am an eternal pessimist, so I guess it has to be the other one, right? Yeah, but I think that you can be you, – like you, you can give props when they yeah. need them. The people that – the people that – just disappear when th- good things happen. Very Those people annoy me more than anybody. But, but I'm also annoyed sunshine- by the people who, no matter how bad it gets, they're like, it's going to be okay. It drives me I, insane. See, like, that annoys me, but it's like, those people are just really loyal fans. Yeah. But the the ones that annoy me on that side are the ones that get mad at us for calling it like it is. Right. And saying, you know, we're not true dogs. Right. We're, being, we're just being negative. Like don't like if you want to be optimistic, I'm good with that. But don't call me a pessimist or um, and you know discredit what I'm doing. Try to get my credentials revoked and yeah. stuff. Don't do that. If I'm just calling it like it is, and the team's struggling, like the baseball team is like is what they are, and I'm just calling it like it is. Don't try to get my credential revoked. Yeah. Like just just be just just I you just be in your I lane, and like... I'll be in mine. There are a lot of people who I feel like, I say this a lot, they're more loyal to the employees of Mississippi State yes. than they are to Mississippi State. Like, and then when that coaches person, come and go. The university is what stays. Yeah. And when that person leaves, they, they'll they trash turn on them. them. They turn they'll on trash them. them. They absolutely turn on them. And, and like, the, what I always say, like the people that you know get mad if we talk about a coach or whatever, I've been here a long time before that coach got here. I'll be here a lot longer when they're gone. That's right. So, I mean... You, I mean, I'm going to be here. They're not. That's right. Their, their loyalty isn't to Mississippi State. No. Also, the bearded man with the fish that will be in town this weekend, and if he sees us, he's going to say hello. Yes. I won't, he says they won't be holding a fish, so he won't be mad if we don't recognize him. I, no I would way. be disappointing if, uh, if I saw him walking around without a fish in his hand. Yeah, it's like I haven't ever actually play seen. the gimmick. All right, now I see what he looks like. Okay, I'll be look, I'll be on look at. He's got a he's got a very notable beard, so we'll see. Uh Alexandra Watson, this is a tremendous question. What is the powder referred to in the color powder blue? That is a good question. I think so my, it's, my thought process is this. I think if you take blue, something that's blue, like regular blue, and you add powder to it, white powder, that's what that's the color you get. That's kind of what I'm thinking too. It's a it's mixture like a, of blue and white. Right. 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 But that that, that should be get its you know own name. It shouldn't be powder blue. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, good question. I don't know where that came from, but yeah. Brogan Fairchild wants my Mount Rushmore of barbecue rubs. Okay, so there's a difference between barbecue rubs and like all-purpose rubs, right? If you just have like a salt, pepper, garlic, that's not a barbecue rub, right? Uh, Malcolm Reed's um, hot barbecue rub is outstanding. That's probably the Washington. That's my favorite one. Uh, I like Meat Church's Holy Voodoo a lot. That's a great one for wings. Fantastic rub. Um, is that like Cajun? Yeah, it's, it's got it's, it's a little it's, it's a spicy. Little, it's got a little spiciness little to it. Yeah. Uh, for a sweet rub, 
I like Lambert's Sweep Rub of Mine. Is that from Lambert's Cafe? No, it is not. It's, okay. But it's just from Lambert's. And then I'll go back to Meat Church for the last one. Uh, just a really solid uh, all-purpose rub is their Holy Cow. Sounds good. There you go. Uh, what did you put on what you cooked the other day? Which one? Well, all of it. So on the uh, on the uh, the chicken, I just marinated that in Bachan's barbecue sauce, which is my my favorite thing in the world right now. Uh, the tri- I didn't have the chicken. Uh, you didn't make a chicken taco? No. With the with the broccoli slaw? I well because I was already eating the pizza. Like I was eating several yeah. of those pizzas. Yeah. I didn't go. You for want bread. any more carbs? Yeah. I got you. So that, I thought I, I, I ate cabbage for the first time. It was good. I was so upset because I went to the refrigerator to get more pizza because I yeah. took several. Yeah. And Becky had taken some to work. Ah. Uh, You'll have to cook that next time. I will, I, I, I will do that, yeah. Anyway, uh, on the steak, on the tri-tip, I used uh, the AP rub, and then I used some uh, Kinder's uh, steak rub. Okay. I like it. So I, you didn't use any of these that you've been talking about? Not on the steak, not on the tri-tip though, and then on the but on the uh, the pork loin, I did. I used the uh, 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 hot barbecue rub on that. That was good. I had yeah. some of that the other day too. So the uh, Kinder's also makes a a Cuban rub that I like. So like if you want to make Cuban sandwiches, you oh. put that on your pork. It's it's good. That's got some citrus in it. Yeah. So also not a barbecue rub, but you should always have Cavenders. In your in your cabinet, Cavender's Greek seasoning. It's good on everything. It's great on macaroni and cheese. Just trust mm-hmm. me on that one. Interesting. All right. First off, Brogan, you screwed this up. He says if you were a mistake state, what are you trying to say? You you an Ole Miss fan in disguise? What's going on here, Brogan? Yeah, that is definitely like a moo. Yeah. All right. What would you rather do? Kick a game-winning field goal as time expires to beat LSU. Hit a buzzer beater to beat Kentucky, or hit a walk-off home run to sweep Ole Miss. Now, here's the issue with this this right here, right? You're a kicker. Yeah. So you're not really a great athlete. No offense to kickers. No offense to, to Keelan Crimmins and and uh, and Kyle Ferry. Um, but I, I would want to – I think I want to hit the buzzer beater to beat Kentucky. Yeah. Uh, I would love to hit a, bu- a buzzer beater. Probably get the most the girls thing. by – Hitting the home run over to be. No, you're not wrong. You get, well, here's the thing: those guys are getting girls no matter what. Yeah, but I think I think the baseball guys mm-hmm. the most. Yeah, and and you you beat Ole Miss, and it would probably be a wild yeah atmosphere. But so would the football. Yeah, and basketball too, I guess. Yeah, I uh, really enjoyed the SEC fantasy draft. What's the wager, and which of you is tracking the play? There's no wager. We, we just did that. It was just, for fun. Just for fun. We just threw it together yeah. last minute, like we do everything. Yeah. Uh, Sheldon Nations, who is the person in your life that reminds you the most of Dale Gribble? Do you have a Do you have a conspiracy theory guy in your life? Um, my brother in law. Yeah, somebody in my family. I don't yeah. want to call him out, but yeah, yeah they. Yeah, he's not listening. So is I'm Dale Gribble a conspiracy theorist? Yeah. King of the Hill. Oh, I didn't recognize the last name. Is his name Dale Gribble, or is it my other friend Rusty Shackleford? Yeah, I'd see. I don't. I didn't know the did, last. Knows your friend Carrie Pocket Sand. Pocket Sand. <laughs> Who should I take at number seven in a twelve-team half-point PPR league? I had a the number eight pick in a twelve-team full-point PPR league, and I took AJ Brown. So uh, go from there. I have half PPR. Who did I take? Let me see. Where'd you pick? I was first. 
Okay. You took Mahomes, didn't you? I did. Yeah. Uh, we have a keeper league. Yeah. I explained it last time. Oh, yeah. We have a keeper league, so a lot of people were already, already taken. So, so, yeah, yours is not. I, I thought yeah. probably need to get I got Mahomes in my league, too. Yeah, so. I got him with my second pick. Who did I get? Seventh. Number seven, like, first round? Yeah. Oh. Who was the seventh pick of your draft? Um, can you tell? I was trying to see if I could get to the draft. Let me see if I can find mine as well. Like, does it have a draft recap? Transactions? No. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I can't find mine, so. All right. Uh, Couldn't tell you. What's that? Keep us right, and then we'll do the break here. Two questions. What were your thoughts on the Bray Wyatt, Terry Funk tributes from SmackDown and All In last night? I thought they were good. I thought, uh, you know, especially on All In, for them to mention Bray Wyatt, who never wrestled in AEW, and is not exactly... I mean, he's a great wrestler, and we all love him, but he's not Terry Funk, right? He's not a, a one of the all-time legends. And House of Black came out with the lantern. That was cool. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. The uh, the tribute on SmackDown, they showed it on uh, Raw too. Yeah, that made me cry. It was good. The video package. Yeah. WWE is the Have, best in the world yes. in video packages. And they had the the, the rocking chair out there. Yeah. It was fantastic. And then Terry Funk having Cody come out to talk about <laughs> talked about some old man called my dad an egg sucking <laughs> dog. Like that was funny. I thought that was hilarious. So. That's good stuff. Uh, for Brian, will you be able to do the post game live like last year? And so, if so, what platform? I don't think I'm going to do one this year. And I'll tell you why. Uh, I thought the Spotify was the perfect platform for it. I don't want to do Twitter Spaces because there's so much. There's so many anonymous accounts. Yeah. Like if you sign up for Spotify, you used your real name. Like I'm not interested in like. All right, let's go to 69 Dog 420. There you yeah, go. especially with all the trolls that are out there on Twitter. Last year, I got on some Ole Miss fan or something hopped in there. It won't. It just it's gonna go bad. But then the other side of it is like, if I, I thought about doing like a Facebook Live or a YouTube Live, but there's no live chat. There's a there's a chat, but there's not. I can't let you guys take talk. questions. So I just, you can like there's a way that you can join with somebody else, but I think you have to do that before you get it's in. It's just painful. Yeah. Yeah. So long story short, I don't think I'm gonna do one. And honestly, I mean Borky and Cross aren't doing anything. You know, Cross is at a is going to be at a football game that we won't even talk about because he's do doing stuff for ESPN. Do you do you do they? I don't have to. I'm if not they required. jump off a, a bridge, are you going to jump off a bridge too? Why don't you just make your own path? I am. I have. You're following their footsteps. I'm not say, doing anything. No, I'm just saying like they don't do anything. What? Am I getting paid? Is there any extra money in it for me? It's the love of the game. I don't have any love of anything. Ah. Well, uh, Let's move on. Let's go to the uh, the break here. Let's move on into the rest of the show. That's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council who want to remind you that beef is what's for dinner. Guys, it's still grilling season. It's going to be it's going to be relatively nice this weekend too. So why don't you fire up the grill with some beef? I was just talking about that tri-tip. They've got I think they still have them at Kroger. They are on special. They're a great deal and that is an easy cut. You're talking about 30 40 minutes on the grill and it is done. Beautiful medium rare beef. Rubbed with however you like it. Maybe a little chimichurri sauce on the side. Maybe some barbecue sauce. However you want to cook it, man. I'm not one of these people I'm going to tell you how to cook it. Just cook beef is what I'm saying. Because that's your, your family is going to be a big-time big time happiness if that happens. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find smoked southern soul food. 
this weekend and every football weekend in Starkville, there's no better place to hang out before or after the game than Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Right there, and if you're talking about before the game, I mean, you just grab your grab lunch and then hit, walk on over to the stadium. It's a short walk and right through the Cotton District. Great scenery as you head through campus. It's a fantastic place. It's a Bulldog Initiative business. If you haven't been there yet, well, I don't know what to tell you, man. Head over to Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District. Great products, great service. Here it is. Great products and great service. That's what every business likes to promise you. They deliver it to you at Advantage Business Systems. They have for 48 years. Nobody stays open that long unless they are taking care of their customers. So call Advantage Business Systems today when you need technology for your business. Copiers, printers, laptops, computers, mailing and information systems, they've got them. And then if you need service, guys, 48 years tells you they're taking care of you when you call them for service. 601-362-9192 or visit them online, absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. The Collegiate Collection at the Rogue, that's where your next polo or pullover needs to come from. Great style, great looking shirts, and they have the logos that you want. So head over to the Rogue in Jackson or shop online at therogue.com to get yourself a new polo for this football season. It's a new era at Mississippi State. Time to retire those old polos. Don't live the three-stripe life. Shop at the Rogue. Jason Dice asks us, what do you think the biggest surprise will be of Mississippi State football by the end of the season to the rest of the college football world? Uh, I think there, I think it's just going to be the win-loss record. I think that people are going to be like, wow, that team was a lot better than I thought they were going to be. And just like the competitiveness, I think. Yeah. They're, they're going to be in games that people you know, didn't think they'd be in. Yeah, and I agree. I think when people actually see them on, on tape and see them live, they're going to say, Wow, they're a lot better than we thought they were. Yeah. They should be 2-0 and when they play LSU. I'm, I'm interested to see how they can play in that game when yeah. they play the Tigers. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Sparks, who, by the way, Ryan, he texted me this morning, and he gave me a great point that I, I can't believe I missed. So I had a long debate yesterday with Richard Cross about Lane Kiffin picking Taylor Swift as his favorite musical act. I think you and I both know that that is a lie and that he's just trying to appear cool. But, which, he did, which is his whole thing. Right. Stick. Cross didn't want any of that. And and Ryan texted me. He was like, I can't believe a guy who thought that the Black Crows were Pat Green uh, was debating you on music. I, if I had remembered that, I would have totally brought it up. By so so Richard was like, no, he's a huge... He's like, you, you can't know that. I was like, yes, I can. I can know it. I do know it. There's no way he's riding right. around listening to well, that. Well, that's what I'm saying. There's, There's no... There's no 48-year-old white guy running around listening to Taylor Swift like, this is my jam. It's just not happening. And if you are, I'm sorry, you're weird. You're weird. Like, and he threw soccer in my face, and I was like, he's like, oh, nobody can have soccer as their favorite sport. I was like, it's not my favorite sport, and I agree. I agree that no American should be like, yeah, soccer is my favorite sport. I think that would be weird. Was he mad? Yeah, well, he was. He was telling me he wasn't. He was mad. mad? He, he was. I had him worked up. He was mad because you said that Lane Kiffin didn't like because I Swift. called him a fake and a phony. Oh my gosh, the things that they that that fan base will argue about. <laughs> All right, try to defend. We have a musical question here though from Ryan Sparks. Uh, rank these classic rock bands who had an extremely short career: the Jimi Hendrix Experience, the Doors, Creedence Clearwater Revival. Leonard Skinner. I had no idea Creedence Clearwater Revival only lasted four years. They put out a ton of music. Me neither. And I like they maybe that's got to be number one. Well, didn't they still like 
Did they not? They didn't like tour and all that I stuff. Got, maybe Fogarty left in '72. I don't know. I, I, I mean, know I know Fog- I know Fogarty like because he did uh, center field. Yeah. So, but he's that done was, solo stuff other than that too. Yeah, but like that. That's what I'm saying. Like he pretty quickly became yeah. solo. Yeah. Um, I, to me. It's either Skinner or Jimi Hendrix. Okay, and it, it, it Here's might thing, be Jimi Hendrix. This is one of those Hendrix, things where one. somebody has to be last. Yeah, so. the Doors are going to be last for me. Okay, um, and I love the Doors, but CCR to me better music. Okay, Leonard Skinner, the the I, I said this before, mm-hmm. the stuff they put out in a short period of time was legendary, mm-hmm. and they were only around for just a. a as what they were whenever they finished, they were only around for like a couple of years mm-hmm. with Steve Gaines and yeah. and the the singer the backup singers and all that. Yeah, but I I it's got to be Jimi Hendrix for me mm-hmm. because he was only around for like two or three years, mm-hmm. and there had been nothing like him. Yeah, I agree. Before, all right. So I mean, you think about that like a black left-handed like, left-handed guitarist that yeah. absolutely shredded that was yeah. just at the time like nobody was you ever heard the story of when of 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 the first time uh eric clapton saw him no so eric clapton is hanging out with pete townsend and he's like we got to go see this guy he's playing tonight so they go see him and it's uh, this is pete townsend and eric clapton right two of the greatest guitarists of all time and clapton's watching and he just looks over at pete and goes so what are we going to do now yeah, what because he's like we can't, can't, top, we can't, can't top, top that. that. And so, like the stuff, right. like if you listen to his stuff, like it's great. It's no, there is nobody that sounded like that. All right. So favorite favorite song from the Jimi Hendrix experience? Um, hey Joe, I love Foxy Lady. Oh, I love that too. All right. I love that because it reminds me of Wayne's, Wayne's World. World. But maybe that's why. But I really love it. Yeah, The Doors. Uh, people are strange, or when you're strange. <sighs> that's, was, that's a is good it one. People are strange or when you're strange. I'm gonna go with Riders of the Storm. That's a uh, that is a great like rainy day song. Yeah, by the just way, just hanging out. Yeah, uh, CCR. Uh, Born on the Bayou. Yeah, Born on the Bayou. Uh, Number Leonard, two is Looking Out My Back Door because that was the first song I ever learned a guitar. I love Fortunate Son. Great one. Uh, Leonard Skinner. Um. Hmm. On the hunt. Ooh, that's a deep cut there. That's, it is a deep cut. Minus give me three steps. But, uh, I will say, though, Freebird is genius. I know oh, I know, it's gotten to the point where people are like, I don't play yeah, Freebird. Yeah. But when you think about in that time, mm-hmm. like what they did, it's great. And yeah. f- the thing about Skinner is there were so many different like genres rolled into one. Mm-hmm. You had some rock. There was even some metal in some of the, their influences. Mm-hmm. Blues. I mean, it was you know country. Like the, they did everything. Yeah, super talented. I, I can't imagine had had the band members that died had they lived and that band stayed together. I can't imagine what they would have put out because they were putting out some absolute some bangers. bangers. Yeah. Kyle Wilson says Sankey announces there can only be one of each mascot in the new SEC. How do you decide he gets to keep the bulldog and the tiger? What would be the new mascot for each team? So I think you got to go with whoever has the oldest mascot. Yeah, and that's State over Georgia. Bully but is you know bully. they're going. They're it doesn't pick. matter. We're, we're, you can fight all you want. And then with with Auburn, I think Auburn would would be cool to say, okay, we'll be the War Eagles. 
They're not. So they, they would let LSU have the Tigers, it. And the, then Missouri, who gives a crap what Missouri is? Yeah, you, you, you know what they should be. You they take just, whatever and just like be the it. Cardinals. It's what you love anyway. <laughs> but I don't know what Georgia would be. The Hedgeman? No. Um, I don't know. But but state's keeping the Bulldog. You're, you're the Georgia Peaches. <laughs> Think about how pissed they would be if Mississippi State got the Bulldog and not them. Yeah. They would be. Oh but my gosh! Like, like, I don't, who's, 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 who's had a bulldog mascot longer? I, I think Sankey. I think they would take it away from state. Yeah, they probably would. But go back to being the Maroons. I don't know. The Maroons are the when well, no, can be the Aggies. Can be the Aggies. Yeah. The Maroons, Maroons cool. has a has a little bit of a racial connotation too. So I don't know if you can do that. So does it? It does technically. Oh yeah, I know. So. And right. it's always it's also like the Bugs Bunny, like what a maroon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They I've always thought about that. Yeah. Like, all right, Andy Losick asks us, what if these casting what ifs would have worked the best? Which would have been the most entertaining? Tom Selleck as Indiana Jones, Tom Hanks as Jerry Maguire, Robin Williams as Jack in The Shining. Absolutely not. No way. I, I don't know. That might be kind of cool. He would have been too like young, he, I think. Like if he went like, how old was Robin Williams in 1980? He's just coming he off doing of Mork and Mindy. Mindy. Yeah, he's too young. Billy yeah, Crystal. But that, you know, is, that might that might work with him being like the comedy guy. Like thirty years, like twenty years later. Yeah. Because did you ever seen uh, ever seen One Hour Photo? Yes. That's a creepy movie where he's really really good in it. He's like the guy that's doing the photos. Yeah, like, he, yeah. He, yeah. He's 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 stalking that family. It's yeah. It's 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 it's, it's unsettling. Billy Crystal as Buzz Lightyear. Billy Crystal is not. Yeah, he's not. A, he doesn't have the voice for it. And then, this is the funny one because he he they, of, of what happened. But OJ as the Terminator, because he they 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 wouldn't give him the part because they were like nobody would believe he's a killer. <laughs> I mean, back in like 1985, like yeah. he's too likable. OJ no was way too likable. Exactly. Yeah. So I think the best one in here is Tom Selleck as Indiana Jones. He could. Yeah, that would that be off. good. That'd be good. Tom Hanks as Jerry Maguire doesn't really like work. Like Tom Selleck with like the mustache yeah, and the hat. Yeah, oh, it works. Man. It works. Uh, another one from Andy. Without looking up numbers and letting facts get in the way of a good answer, who did more for making Detroit Tigers hats look cool? Magnum P.I. or Ice Cube in Boys in the Hood? It's another definitely Tom Mag- Selleck. It's, de- it's definitely Magnum P.I. Because with Ice Cube, I don't think of the Detroit hat first. I think of the Raiders hat. Right. Or a White Sox hat. Right. So, uh, let's see here. Andy is a big uh, Tom Selleck fan. Apparently. I'm a big Tom Selleck fan. Why would you not be? Uh, Great mustache. Yeah. Kevin Wright, with the De Bruyne injury and the departures of Gundawan, Laporte, and Mares, should I be concerned about City's chances oh, this gosh. year? Can they repeat the treble? I don't think they can repeat the treble, but they'll be fine in the Premier League. You might as well be talking yeah, any other Dungeons language. and Dragons. Yeah. Right now. Rank these southern capitals. Baton Rouge, Jackson, Little Rock, Montgomery, and Tallahassee. Montgomery is the worst one, right? Think about all like where if like Jackson's pretty bad. Well, I mean, like in at least you know, when I think about Jackson, it is the biggest city in the state and you know it has that reputation, right? Montgomery, Montgomery is Montgomery's like, not great. It's just it's just there. Like nobody ever says let's go to Montgomery. No. It it is it is pretty bad. I mean, I mean it's dwarfed by Birmingham, Huntsville, Mobile. I mean it's Huntsville how, is a is a fast Fast growing, growing area. area. They, yeah. There's a lot to do there. And then you have Tuscaloosa and Auburn too. So yeah. I mean And then Jackson, Jackson like is, I feel like Jackson, like we we still like I still say like 
I'm going. I'm I'm going up to Jackson, and I'm yeah. really good to like Brandon. You're going to Brandon, yeah. Or like Tallahassee's the same thing. Like, what? Where does Tallahassee rank in Florida cities? It's behind Miami, that's true. Tampa, Orlando, Jacksonville. I've, I've been to Tallahassee a couple of times, and it's hard to believe it's the capital. Yeah, uh, it's very like it's very it's a, very white bread. Yeah, it's very. It's there's nothing real yeah. super special about it. I think Baton Rouge is number one. Baton, Rouge, group, Baton yes. Rouge is the second best city in New Orleans. Or in I, out of this group, Baton Rouge is yeah. number one. I'm gonna go Baton Rouge. And, and there's and there's Little not, Rock is a dump. It is, but well, it's better than Montgomery. Lieutenant Dan said it was a fine town. He <laughs> did. He did. I'm gonna go Baton Rouge, Tallahassee, Jackson, Montgo- Little Rock, Montgomery. Ugh. That's that's rough. Uh, Andrew uh, Norwood asked us, watching Raw in Memphis. Was Raw in Memphis last night? Yes, I wish I would have How do we known. not know that? we got to start keeping we gotta, more yeah, tabs on that because we, we got to go to like Memphis I would have gone, places. Yeah. And seeing the Miz's promo in LA night got me thinking, who are the top five current talent who can cut a promo? MJF, number one. Yes. Uh, LA Knight is, on, is in that list. Um, Chris Jericho is still great. Jericho is still good. The Miz is good. Yes. Uh um, I'm trying to think of AEW. Uh, Adam Cole is is a good promo. He's solid. Um, AEW's promos aren't great. They're not as good. Um, they're not as good. But they're, like I would put Christian up there as yeah. one of their best. Punk can still go. Sam Punk. Yep, yeah, that's true. Christian is a great promo. Yes. God forbid you have a dead relative. Oh my God, you're you're yeah, done. Yeah. Uh, also introducing my three year old to Muscadine Rimple next week. Under uh, under over under on uh, two and a half servings. If you give her over two and a half servings, buddy, when she doesn't go to sleep, that's on you. <laughs> let's, let's go under. Let's be a good parent on that yeah. one. Come on, man. Can't do a that. A three-year-old, I don't know. Could they eat, you know, three or four of those, those things? Little things I, they could probably eat. You yeah. think so? Yeah. My kid is a snackaholic, but I don't know if she could eat tough. all that. You know, kids waste food. Yeah, that's true, too. Winston asks, which team would you rather play on NCAA had a game been available at the time, 2014 or 2017? I'd go with 2017. Fitz, Hill, Willie, Gay, Simmons, all would have been a blast. I'm going with 2018. The 2018, I've got that 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 defense with Fitzgerald and and Kylan Hill and, and Aris Williams. I'm going with that team. Yeah, if anybody else was coaching. Well, in this situation, I'm coaching. Yeah, I mean, I think I think we're, we're not we, running the Jomo offense. See, on that. like, you know, <clears throat> a guy like well, first of all, I mean the. The best thing is like if Dan Mullen could have stayed, but a guy like Zach Arnett mm-hmm. staying, like he would have been able to see. Okay, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna work around my strengths here. The like it was maddening that Joe Moorhead tried to force feed his offense into that group mm-hmm. when he could have won two or three more games just just doing their strengths. Yeah. A uh, couple more questions here. Forrest Hughes says, rank these sides of the ball. I, I completely missed uh, what, who, who asked that question. Before? That we just asked? Yeah. Winston Woodard. Winston Woodward. Triple W. I, I completely missed that uh, question. It's not in my mentions. Oh. Uh, Forrest Hughes Surely asked. Surely he's not uh, muted. I don't know. Rank these sides of the ball. Mississippi State's offense, A&M's offense, Ole Miss defense, Arkansas defense, Auburn offense. Arkansas defense is last. Yes. Ole Miss defense is second to last. See, I might go. I might go Auburn offense over Ole Miss defense. 
Yeah. Okay. So because Ole Miss, because like the quarterback situation, I just don't think he's very good. And I, I think Ole Miss's defense is going to be much better. Okay. So then they're fourth or third. I say state offense second, A and M offense first. Yeah. I mean, there's just we're, so many four and five star guys on that offense. They've yeah, got we're to be giving there. we're giving A and M the benefit of the doubt that they don't deserve. Yeah. But this year, it just seems like it's yeah. too good to screw up. Yeah. Clark County uh, dog. Uh, basically, sort of back to the, the Terry Funk and Bray Wyatt, he said, we knew per- Terry was in poor health, but Bray's passing felt like a blindside, unlike any other. What does his passing fall among the sudden passings of guys like Eddie Guerrero, Umaga, Owen Hart, and Brian Pillman? I think Guerrero is the number one. Well, no, Owen Hart, Owen Hart, Owen Hart because it because happened. It's so different, though. It happened in the ring. Yes. It was an accident. Shock. He wasn't in poor health. You know, There wasn't a, a medical issue. He, he fell to his death. Different. Brian Pillman, I don't think I don't think that was shocking to me because he, he was, was such so, a weird. I mean, he yeah. was the loose cannon. Umaga, I mean, big guy like that. I'm not totally surprised. Eddie Guerrero was a huge loss. Eddie Guerrero was a he, loss. That's the guy I who mean, would still be being innovative in wrestling. I would today. say, you know, if, I mean, Chris Benoit should be mentioned in here too. Like Just that whole shock, yeah. that whole situation. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it went from you know they did a whole night where they just didn't even wrestle or anything. Right. And they just did like well, the news tributes. broke what happened while they were doing the tributes yeah. too. It was was sucked. And so the WWE didn't even know what was going on. That that was to me very shocking. And when it came out that like he had murdered his family, I was just like, what? But Bray is up there. Uh, although I will say he's been ill. Mm-hmm. He's been sick. He had COVID really bad. It exposed some kind of heart uh, issue that he had, and mm-hmm. I think. So, I mean, Owen Hart, Eddie, Chris Benoit, that's a little more shocking to me. Yeah. I recently saw this question being posed on Twitter. It had me thinking for days. If the Harry Potter world were to truly exist and a war broke out between wizards and muggles, who wins? The wizards. They have magic. They have, yeah, they, they're going to make all of our bullets disappear. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to win pretty easily. Plus, they can Here's know, weaponize their own stuff. So, Tom Fernelli tweeted this yesterday. I want your thoughts on it. Do you think moths try to fly to the moon? No, because there's other things that probably catch their attention. Okay. Other lights. Okay. And at some point, they got to think, like, okay, this is too far. They got to think they're a moth. Their brain is the size of a, of a pin. Yeah, but they're, I mean, I they're at least like, they, they understand they probably, they probably I need to get to this at light. Some point they're like, I, I, can't, I can't breathe up here. Right. All right. Uh,. Couple more. I got what, like two more questions here. Brad Baxter, who are the top three coach speak coaches in the SEC? Fisher. Yeah. Fisher is definitely one. Until like somebody calls him out right. on his BS. Um, I feel like Napier is one. Yes. Napier is very Napier coach is speaky. a coach speak. And you know, Arnett's straddling the he's fence. Stra- he's getting he's there. He's a he is a coach speak he's guy. He's getting there. But he'll also kind of speak his mind. Too. Yeah. Um, Stoops. Stoops is Coach Beaky. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. All these guys, though, will speak their mind if they're ticked off. Yeah. Double A, Andy Atkinson, the uh, the enforcer. How did you miss the obvious Sith name for Brian of Darth Arab? <laughs> That's a good one. I should have gone with that. And then uh, last from but not least from the Mangum Cafe, I just want to answer one of his questions here. If you were a tool, would you rather be a shovel or a hammer and why? It'd be a hammer. Yeah. I mean, the shovel is, you know... I don't, I don't like to work in the yard. Yeah. So There we go. 
All right, good questions this week. Back to football tomorrow. Mississippi State, Southeast Louisiana. Let's talk more about that on tomorrow's show. And then, of course, on Friday, we have three Ps, preview, playmaker, and predictions. Guys, have a great Wednesday. Back with you on Thursday. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.